Good morning. I'll ask those that are serving if they will come forward at this time, please. A man arrived in a community, a complete stranger to everyone there. He began attending the church. Uh, he was a very needy and hurting man. His childhood years were rough and abusive. He'd spent years in addictions, time in prison. He was separated from his wife and still hurting from the marriage breakup. He longed for his children. He had no money. It was winter, and because he had no money to rent an apartment, uh, he lived in a holiday trailer, not even a winterized holiday trailer. But the church just accepted him. They welcomed him into their midst. They helped him find a job. They helped him out financially so that he could rent an apartment, and uh, they took care of his needs until he had a paycheck coming in. Uh, men came around him to encourage him and mentor him, and uh, the church and he just saw God work miracle after miracle for him. And he recognized it, and he was excited about what was happening. But eventually he initiated a sexual relationship with a woman, and um, individuals told him what he's doing was not good, that it was sin. He needed to make it right with God. And he became angry at them, accusing them of rejecting him, of being judgmental and hateful. So he quit going to church and he just totally cut them off. But he says, it's okay between me and Jesus. Well, that man has confused acceptance and approval. Many people do. He's confused acceptance and love. He is accepted by the church, but they cannot give approval to his actions, to what he's doing. And because they do not approve his actions, he believes they do not accept him, that they do not love him. And that's a common mistake that people make. People confuse love, acceptance, and approval. And so if you do not approve of their actions, they think that you reject them and are hateful. And so I just want to define those terms here. Acceptance means that you receive and welcome the person. Acceptance means that God receives me just as I am. That God accepts us the way that we are. We cannot earn his acceptance. We cannot make ourselves worthy of his acceptance. Acceptance is a gift that God gives to us. Irregardless of who and what you are. Love means that God did something about where we're at, he, so that he could accept us. And that's where the cross comes in. Approval is something different. Approval means that God approves of what you do, of your actions, of your character. And so acceptance is unearned. Love is unearned. Those two things are a gift from another person to you or from God to you. Often God is compared to a dog in this. And the illustration is dog is God spelled backwards, so thus a dog is a reflection of God. And usually the illustration goes like this. Dogs just love us. They're so patient. They're so accepting. They love unconditionally. They do not care what you look like, 
what you weigh, how much money you have. They do not care how much education you have, where you live, what you drive, where you're from, whether you're a man or a woman. Dogs don't hold grudges. They are so forgiving. Even if we scold our dogs, they love us. Dogs simply accept us. You don't have to earn that. They just accept us. And so the illustration goes that in that way they reflect God who is so accepting. So to be accepted means to be received as I am, to be welcomed, not having to achieve it or to prove anything, not having to meet or live up to some expectation, whereas approval is something that I must earn. And we earn that job well done, way to go, great job. And so approval means that God is telling you he approves of what you're becoming. Now as we come to communion, so often the focus is on God's love for us, and rightly so. It's God's love for us that made acceptance and approval potentially ours. And it's God's love that took Christ to the cross to pay for our sins. But with our sins forgiven, it's opened a way for God to accept us. To welcome us. And you cannot make yourself worthy of that. It's totally unearned. Because Christ paid it all, God can simply accept you. God's love doesn't leave you there. God's love works in us to bring us to the point where he has a growing approval of who and what we are. And so he puts us into that process of change. And so acceptance is what I want to focus on our thoughts for communion this morning. And I want to use Ephesians 1, 3 to 6. Uh, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Having predestined us to adoption of sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made you accept it in the beloved. Now the Phillips translation puts it this way, he has made us welcome in the everlasting love that he bears towards his son. And I like the way that puts it. You don't have to be perfect to be welcome, to be accepted. You come just as you are and God accepts you. While you are still in your sins, God accepts you as you come in faith to him. You're accepted in and through Jesus Christ. And so the thought here in this verse is the love and acceptance that God the Father has for God the Son, God has placed you squarely in the center of that love that he has for Jesus. It's nothing to do with you, really. He loves Jesus, and he's put you in the center of that love. All you can do is accept it and rejoice in it. You can make it your identity. I want you just to picture this love for a moment. Picture in your mind. You have God here, the Father, and you have Son here, and the love from God the Father is flowing towards the Son, and where are you? Right in the middle of that in the middle of that love. That's where God the Father has placed you. That's what this verse is saying. Can you be in a better place than there? 
And why are you there? Both Peter and Paul says he chose you to for that place. He literally chose you to put you in the center of that love. And that's what acceptance is all about. Now that ought to make your day better. If you came here and you're struggling, having a bad day, that ought to make your day better. God has chosen you. He has accepted you. He's placed you in the center of the love that he has for Jesus. It's not based on your performance. It's not based on how bad your week was or how good it was, whether you failed or did well. You just simply don't deserve it. It's all from him. He chose you and placed you there. And so in the same way that God says, I, the Father, love and accept Jesus, I've included you into that same thing. And so because God loved you and sent Jesus to die for your sins, God is able to accept you today just as you are. So as you come to this communion meal, come just as you are. You're imperfect. You cannot earn the right to partake. You can't make yourself worthy enough to partake. All you can is by faith, Accept this gift that God is offering you, the gift of acceptance. And so as we partake this morning, I just want you to remember, be reminded of how God the Father fully loves and accepts God the Son. And he's included you in that. He's positioned you right in the center of that. Doesn't that give you security when it's not about you? It's about his love for his son.
Jesus said, take eat, this is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. God has accepted you, that is a fact. Sometimes we have to choose to live by the facts instead of what our brains or minds are telling us. And so often because we fail and we don't feel worthy and so on, our minds tell us that we're actually not accepted. And in those times we have to fill our minds with the facts and live by the facts rather than what our brains are telling us. I have a friend who has no sense of direction and he's hunted with me over the years and his fear is he's, he'll get lost in the bush. And one time he asked me, he says, how do you do it? And I said, it's easy. You just fill your mind with the facts. And so if we're hunting a new area, I'll get maps of that area, I'll memorize the landmarks, the streams, the swamps, the cut lines. I try to explore it uh, so you get the visual in your mind. As I walk, I pay attention to what is around me, many different things. Uh, you learn a mental awareness where you are at all times. One day I was out uh, hiking in a fog so thick that I could only see a few feet ahead. And uh, as I went to head back, my mind was telling me to go in a certain direction that that was the right way. But the facts were telling me differently. And that day I realized how easy it is to get lost, to listen to the mind and go in the wrong direction. There were no landmarks to follow. I was in a quiet whiteout of a fog. But that day I chose to follow the facts, one of them being that moss tends to grow more on the north side of trees. The other fact was that several miles away there was a highway and Every now and then you could just faintly get noise coming through and I knew which direction the highway. And so those two facts kept me going in the direction even though my mind was telling me differently. And I had a long walk ahead of me there. You know, often our minds question whether God really accepts us. Our failures mess with our experience of God's acceptance and it's then that we must dismiss what's going on in the mind and look at the facts. And so as you take the cup this morning, the fact is Jesus died on the cross. He shed his blood for the forgiveness of your sins. That is fact. And why did he do this? Because God accepts you. That is fact. So let's remember that as we partake of the cup.
Jesus said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Father, as we partake this morning, we've rejoiced in your acceptance of us. We marvel at it. We don't deserve it. We can't earn it. But you placed us squarely in the center of your love for Jesus. That is the kind of acceptance that you have for us. And so we just stand in awe of it and we rejoice in it. I pray this in Jesus' name.